is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, and today is part two of the meal series. We're going to be talking more about imperfect eating and the five Ps and what that actually looks like in a day for me. You know, imperfect eating in the five Ps is a system for self-care that I came up with for myself to solve the problem of starting and stopping things, feeling gross with food, just feeling hyper-obsessed. I wanted to stop being that person who started and stopped things and just be that person who (laughs) just does, just exists, just consistently and joyfully shows up for themselves. So if you are in that place where you are struggling with starting and stopping, um, you try out things and they're like, "Uh, I don't have to do this anymore. And you find yourself in that place where you don't feel good in your body or you don't feel good in your head. You can steal from my system for self-care and start to create your own. So what I want to do today is I want to go through, what do I eat in a day? (laughs) What does that actually look like? I've been talking about imperfect eating. I talk about the five P's. What does that actually look like? I think that it can be really helpful to see examples or to hear examples of how someone else eats. Um, And then again, the idea of this is for you to borrow, to steal, to make it your own. I am not a nutrition guru. I'm not a registered dietitian. I cannot tell you how you should be eating. And truthfully, you're the only one who's ever lived in your body and knows what your energy levels are like and knows what your tastes are like. You know what culture you're you're from. Um, when I think back on the days that I did paleo, it's like, Jacqueline, you're Italian. Like you weren't going to eat pasta or pizza for the rest of your life. Like what were you thinking, right? So there's a lot that goes into food besides just health. I think that it's important to think about health and to think about energy, but there's also other things in there. And um, life is not just about restricting ourselves. Like we can actually enjoy um, and have, have things that feel good, that taste good. Okay, so what I eat for me, borrow what's right for you. So I always start my day, um, and this was not how I used to eat, and this is not how it used to be, but now I start my day by chugging a water. So the first thing when I wake up after I go to the bathroom, blah, 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 um, I walk into the kitchen and I fill up a cup of water and I drink it and I take some vitamin D. Then I refill that cup and I also fill up a water bottle and I bring that with me upstairs um, and I start meeting with clients. And then maybe somewhere in between um, meeting with clients, I will go downstairs and make a coffee. I do have coffee with cream, the kind of cream with the ingredients that you cannot read. Um, How much do I put in there? It still tastes like coffee. It doesn't taste just like sugar, but I do put cream in there and I don't measure it. Um, But I'm not putting, it's not like a Starbucks drink where it's like 400 calories of sugar. It's coffee with a little bit of cream that tastes good. Um, If I'm hungry, only if I'm hungry, I might have a small breakfast. I don't always have breakfast. It kind of, it really depends on my energy levels. Like if I've done a hard workout, I'm probably going to be hungrier. So I might have half of a banana, which I know sounds really silly, but I will just cut a banana in half with a knife and throw the other banana, the other half in the fridge. And I'll eat that half of banana. Usually I have to give some to Jameson because she loves bananas. Um, Or I might have peanut butter and banana on toast. So like make a slice of toast, some peanut butter on there, slice up some banana and put it on. How much peanut butter? I don't know. It's probably like a tablespoon. It's it's a a decent amount of peanut butter, but it's not... 
It's not over the top. Um, and it's probably a fourth of a banana that I slice up. But I don't, I, I just know I'm going to eat the amount. My goal when I'm eating food is that food is going to energize me and that it's going to taste good and I'm going to enjoy it. But I don't want to feel gross from eating food. So when I'm making anything, I'm not going over the top. I'm not um, burying my feelings about the day with food, not usually at least, um, that I'm really trying to eat food that's going to energize me and enjoy the food that I'm eating. Lunch, um, lunch tends to be a giant five-piece salad. I always, I keep coming back to that. And part of imperfect eating is that you're going to have to try things out and see what works for you. Um, every once in a while I'll be like, that's okay. You don't have to have a salad. Just have a can of soup, just have whatever. And I always find out that just eating soup, um, it doesn't keep me full very long. It doesn't satisfy me very long. Um, I'm more snacky if I just have something like that, or if I have a sandwich for lunch, it just does not keep me full and satisfied for that long. So I do keep coming back to having a giant salad, even during winter. Um, so that is having some sort of greens. So usually like mixed greens, some sort of, or maybe romaine. We've been doing those uh, packages of, of a salad where it has like cabbage and uh, green onion and kale and maybe some romaine. Um, that's really nice. And then I put more veggies on it. So I might slice up a cucumber. I might slice up a pepper. I might uh, slice up a carrot, something else on there. Then, so those are my plants, right? So peas, so I should have started with that. Plants, I'm looking for plants first. Um, then I'm looking for some sort of protein. I tend not to eat a lot of meat. Um, it's just, I, I feel better when I don't eat a ton of meat. But you have, you have to figure out what's right for your body and for your culture and your taste and whatever. But I might have a veggie burger. I really like the um, veggie burgers from Trader Joe's, the Cowboy uh, veggie burgers, or I might have some black beans or some pinto beans, or I might put some edamame on there or some sort of other protein. If we have had, um, if we've had protein like meat, I guess I mean, um, leftovers, like I made a taco salad the other day, or maybe there's some steak. I don't eat a ton of meat, but I do eat meat every now and then. Um, and then I'll probably have some sort of grain. So that might be quinoa. That might be rice. That might be, oh, barley. This other one, I think it was barley that I made. I might have some of that with the salad. Um, how much? Probably um, uh, probably about a fourth cup. I just kind of eyeball it. Something I learned from 21 Day Fix. It's like eyeballing um, servings. I don't, t- I tend not to go and have to dirty another, uh, thing. And then I'm going to put, so I have my, my plants and I have my protein. Um, and then a little bit of processed fun food. So that might mean some cheese, a sprinkle of cheese that might mean some dried cranberries or some slivered almonds that have, has sugar on them, or that might mean avocado. Now here's where like people are like, ah, but this isn't precise. Like is avocado, you know, processed? It's an avocado. No, it's, it's not processed. Obviously this is imperfect eating in itself is imperfect. Um, it's not precise, but I'm like, cool. I want to put some avocado that this tastes good, that this salad tastes good. I want to have a little bit of feta cheese that this tastes good, but I don't want this to be a cheese salad. (laughs) I don't want this to be an avocado salad. Um, you know, Foods that are high in fat, they tend to be high in calories. I want to have that fat so that it helps satiate me. It helps keep the meal, helps me stay fuller longer. But it's I'm not just eating a plate of avocado and cheese. Um, that doesn't feel good for me. 
Um, and then I'll do some sort of salad dressing um, or olive oil on there. And I always have water. <laughs> um, the water might be sparkling water. It might just be regular water. It might be water with a lemon. If I'm feeling crazy. I might get a little crystal light. Um, and then this is something new that we recently started. Actually, back in December, I got an advent calendar from Trader Joe's and it had like these boozy chocolates, um, which sound, sounded really good. It really sounded good and it ended up not being all that amazing. But we kind of got into this habit of having chocolate after our lunch. It was a cute thing. I've actually, one of the best parts of being home during the pandemic is getting Jameson, our pup, right next to me, but also taking lunch with my husband. And so Around 12, 12.30, we come together into the kitchen. My office is up here. His office is downstairs um, in our other bedroom. Um, but we uh, meet in the kitchen, and I will make us some sort of salad, or, or at least I will put all the ingredients out, and so then he can make his own salad. And then after we eat lunch, we have been having, like, a chocolate. We've been doing these um, – the lunchtime chocolates is – so Trader Joe's, can you tell? <laughs> Definitely a Trader Joe's fan. They have the like this package of little mini like Reese's peanut butter cups. They're like so tiny. We will take five of those and we just keep it in the freezer. And one of us, um, one of us will clean the dishes and clean, um, and the other one will clean like the uh, table and put all the ingredients away. And then we'll go and grab the lunchtime chocolates and we'll have five. Like we literally sit there and count out five. You get five and I get five. And he's going to be so mad at me that I say this. But then we take the first two and we kiss we kiss the peanut butter cups together and then we eat them. So it's like a just a little kiss kiss. Just a little kiss kiss for lunch. Um, so there's breakfast and then lunch. And then I usually do have a snack. So I said I eat lunch probably around like 12 or 1230. I'll probably have some sort of snack around like 3, 330. Um, and that is some sort of snack plate. So I'm never eating out of the bag. I'm never standing in front of the uh, fridge or in front of the pantry. Um, I just grab a plate. You just look a little, a little, a little plate. And um, I will put whatever I want to have for a snack is fine. It's allowed. I can have it. But I have to put it on a plate so that I'm actually seeing what I'm going to consume like that's, that's what I, I, it's mindful consumption. I am looking, I'm intentionally putting things on a plate and I'm going to eat it. So that might mean some carrots and hummus. That might mean some edamame, um, pretzels. I've really been loving the Bombas, um, or I call them peanut, but peanut butter Cheetos, um, from Trader Joe's. Um, and I also have water, I'm definitely filling up on water. So that'll be around three, three thirty, And then we'll eat dinner six, six thirty, seven. um, and then it'll be something with the five Ps. Last night I had, um, we call them Jacqueline veggies because Paul doesn't like them, but it's like that 99 cent bag of frozen vegetables where it's like carrots and green beans and corn and peas. It's so basic, but I will, you know, I put that like uh, thawed and then mixed it with um, some olive oil and salt and garlic. And then I had a fried egg and then we had made a pizza. We made a frozen pizza and we split that and we still had leftovers um, and I also had water. So for us to have a like a regular size frozen pizza and still have leftovers is huge because we used to order uh, football style pizzas and eat that football style pizza on a Sunday. Like that's what we ate all day. Um 
So for us to have leftovers from, a, you know, a normal size pizza is, that's a huge win for us. <laughs> that's a huge win. And then the last piece, yeah, I usually have dessert most of the time. Um, we've been doing, uh, yeah, we've got these cookies from Jewel, which is like a local grocery store. Um, they're fairly big. They're fairly big cookies, but I'll have that with some almond milk or just water. And, but like, again, like it sounds so silly, but again, I like, it's like on a plate. And the good thing too, is like, I've gotten my husband into the habit of like putting it on a plate. Look at, look and see what you're eating. Like, look and see how much food that you're eating. And if you're going to make the decision to eat this cookie, like actually enjoy it. Don't have it be this thing that you're like in the pantry, like doing it secretly and feeling ashamed about it. Like, Hey, if you're going to have the cookie, have the F and cookie and like, enjoy this consumption, like enjoy this thing. Again, I talked about it yesterday, but like you just spent money on this food. Someone made this food for you. Enjoy it. Do it. Eat food in a way that feels good, not gross. That was the question you used to ask myself. How can I eat this? How can I consume this? How can I participate in this and feel good, not gross during it and after? Um, I don't know how many times we have eaten an entire pizza or eaten an entire package of cookie dough, and it's a lot of fun during it, and then the shame and the guilt and the disgust start pouring in right after it, or starts pouring in the next day um, because you just feel like crap. You feel like crap from the food that you consumed. Um, I was thinking about this last night randomly, but it, uh, I have not had one of those days. I've definitely overeaten in the past five years, but I have not had one of those days where my body hurt from eating. Like I just had like the worst stomach ache. I remember there were times that I just ate so much sugar that my heart was beating so fast. It felt like my heart was going to like jump out of my chest. Um, that's not fun. <laughs> that feels gross. That feels scary. I don't want to feel like that. The other thing I was thinking about too is, so this is typically how I eat during the week. This is typically how I eat on weekends as well. Um, I do, this is intentional. Like, especially right now, there's not a whole lot to do. Like I have to be intentional about taking a lunch on weekends. I have to be intentional about eating vegetables on weekends. It doesn't, you don't have to remind myself, this is what you're doing. Right. Um, I don't, uh, I don't drink a ton of alcohol. Um, I was, it's been actually two years since I've been like drunk, like from like drunk. Um, I had, again, it was that good. I want to feel good, not gross. I had too much to drink. We were in LA on our road trip two years ago. And so January of 2018 had too much to drink, did embarrassing things, felt ashamed of myself. Just was like, you know, I'm too old to be doing this. I don't want to, I'm too old to be, feeling bad about myself about these stupid things. And that doesn't mean keep doing the thing. It's like, it doesn't mean keep doing the thing and just don't feel guilt about it. It's like, no, use this guilt to change your behavior. Um, This guilt serves a purpose. Um, You no longer want to feel guilty. You no longer want to feel gross. Change the thing that's making you feel that way, right? I hate, I hate feeling hungover. I just don't drink. Um, so January of 2019 was the last time that I overconsumed alcohol. Um, doesn't mean that I haven't had alcohol. I will every now and then. I think on New Year's I had like half. We had like a like a little mini bottle of vodka that I got from a wedding, and I probably had half of that with some sparkling water. 
Um, so yeah, I just tend to not drink alcohol. Um, just because I don't like the way that it makes me feel. I don't like the way that it makes me feel the next day. I don't want to, I just, I'm too old for that. (laughs) I don't want to participate in that part of life anymore. There are other ways that I can enjoy life and that's not one of them. Um, the other thing I want to say is this is how I'm eating right now, but let me tell you a little bit about my activity levels. We'll get into a series on movement. Uh, I'm sure as I go through these series, but my movements, I wake up and I work out. Uh, 15 minutes in the morning, I'm doing some sort of like lifting or body weight or foam rolling something in the morning. And then typically I take the dog for a walk. Um, It's like 16 degrees right now. So I'm not really out there right now, but um, I'll go for a walk and then I will do another walk around 4 p.m. with my mom. Um, I'm up and down the stairs. I'm on the second floor of our house. So I'm up and down the stairs as much as I can. Um, what else? Oh, and then at the end of the night, I will do 15 minutes on our uh, stationary bike while I'm watching television. So I'm fairly active right now. Like I'm not, I'm definitely not sedentary. I'm fairly active, but it's, I'm not the activity level of someone who's running a marathon or someone who is going to CrossFit or, you know, someone who's like intensely active. So this is how I'm eating right now for being fairly active. But if I was training for a marathon, um, Oh, that's right. I'm doing my even day runs. Forgot about that. They're short because it's cold and I've been doing them in my basement. Um, If I was training for a marathon, I would be eating more food. I would be eating more food. I would, my breakfast, I would definitely be eating a heftier breakfast before going and running a long run. Um, And then I'd probably, if I'm doing a long run, I'm probably, you know, eating or definitely eating fuel while I'm running. Um, So that might be a gel, which I, yes, sometimes it makes my stomach hurt. So sometimes I, um, I'm big on like dried fruit. I'll do like dried, um, what do you call them, dates, or I'll do like uh, dried mango. Um, So yeah, like this is like, you have to, this isn't a, um, set in stone plan. This is definitely according to like how your body feels. And I know that that's hard because it's not, it's not concrete, but the truth is you have to figure out what works for you and what works for your body. Um, If you're a parent and you've ever read a parenting book, it's like, great, here are the ideas from that parenting book that I can apply to my life. And also I'm not using that piece because that doesn't, you know, we're not doing that. Anytime that you read a book or you take a class, you, you know, listen to a podcast, you have to be like, cool, you know, do I need to apply this to my life? And how can I actually apply this? How can I actually implement this so that it makes sense for me and my body and my life and my culture? If you don't live in the United States, you don't live in the Midwest, how you eat, it's it's going to look different than how I eat. And that's okay. Um, so we just have to remember that this is, you know, this is one person, <laughs> one person's system for self-care, but your system for self-care does not need to, and it really shouldn't look exactly like mine, but figure out what pieces of this do work for you. Maybe you're like, you know, hey, her idea about having the five Ps, that is something that I can implement. You know, hey, I kind of noticed the same thing around lunch. I, if I just have a can of soup, I don't, you know, I, I do feel kind of hungry, like immediately. I need something heftier. Or, you know, when I have a sandwich for lunch, um, I kind of have brain fog. I like feel really, you know, tired. 
Um, and then I reach for coffee to um, remedy that tiredness. Maybe you're like, cool, let me try having some vegetables and protein in the middle of the day instead of just having bread. Now, that doesn't mean you can never have bread. I'm, you know, it's just like, hey, let me like learn from my body and how my body is feeling so that I can actually energize myself. Um, a lot of people don't want to do this. They want, they just want the plan. Just give me the plan. Just tell me what to do. Um, but what I found is it, people don't stick to the plan. (laughs) They don't stick to it because they didn't, they weren't part of creating it. You have to be a part, like whatever plan that you are trying to figure out for your life, you have to be part of that creation process. Otherwise you're not going to, it's not going to stick. It's way outside your zone of proximal development and you will not do it. You will not stick with it. So again, this is what works for me, approaching each meal with the five Ps. If I'm going to have some processed food, making sure that it's single serving, making sure that I'm having a little bit without having a lot of it. This took time to create. Um, In the next few episodes, I'll go into a little bit more about what this looks like, how this has um, come into play over the past five years and how this is just how I act and who I am. I hope this is helpful. Let me know what you're going to apply. You can send me a DM. You can send me an email at coachjacqueline at jacquelineurkio.com. And if you are not in the Systems for Self-Care Facebook group, click the link so that you can join. I'll have some live trainings in there and we'll do some um, some self-care sessions together. All right, take care. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.